0: Hey, how goes it? I'm Ken Bozak, here to talk about Bitcoin and Bitcoin accessories, and today I have a very special guest with me. She is from the adult entertainment industry. Ginger Banks is a sex worker fighting to keep the industry safe for independent content creators. Ginger, thank you so much for joining me today. How goes it?
1: Good, thank you for having me.
0: I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today to talk about the current state of the adult entertainment industry and the future for sex workers. But before we really dig into that, I'd love to get your origin story and maybe a little bit about how you got into the adult entertainment industry and some of the deciding factors that come along with becoming a sex worker.
1: I was a sophomore in college when Chat Roulette and stickham and all those websites started getting popular. So I was like, personally just messing around using my first webcam and doing stuff online for attention for free. And I heard about one of my friends that I knew online doing this thing on my free cams. And I was like, oh, what's that? Like, I can already do what I'm doing now and make money. So I just started to do that. And I mean, eight years later, here I am. At so- first, it was just camming. And now there's clip sites. And it's like such a different... game now there's an
0: actual industry built around this now it used to just kind of be like a free-for-all and kind of really shady where to get content you never know if you know you're actually getting content from the content creator and not somebody who stole that content which really hurts the economy in the industry sense
1: yes that's so good now that like more and more the porn industry itself is becoming decentralized. Mm-hmm. Like there's more and more individual content creators and you can just do trade content with them where you make a video for them, they make a video for you. And that keeps the money in the hands of the performers. It doesn't go to the big wigs in the offices who aren't doing any of the work.
0: So exactly. Through. Yeah. Putting the money into a pocket of a suit isn't gonna get anybody <laughs> anywhere. You know, it's about really supporting the individuals and I would love to get a little bit of what your thoughts are on how the people that view porn and uh, maybe from the the spectator side of people who do uh, indulge in adult entertainment and how they treat the adult entertainers the sex workers themselves
1: Uh, it's pretty difficult to see so many people that do indulge in pornography while on the same at the same time treating us like garbage So that's something that I do want to change and show that we are just people. We do come from a various, vast different backgrounds. So many different people are in the sex work community. So I think it's important to just show, you know, who I am as a person. That's why I try and show as many hobbies or interests that I have. I always talk about League of Legends. I like talking about cryptocurrency. There's just... If you can connect with a person and you can show them you are a human, maybe that's how you can get to them to change their mind about their preconceived, see, they have a lot of preconceived ideas about this industry. I mean, I did about my own job, so...
0: Right. And that's probably a lot of influence coming from the mainstream media's side and telling people how to think and how to react to certain people and not actually doing it on your own and thinking for yourself and reacting for yourself. A lot of people worry about what you know others will think of them if they say, hey, yeah, I'm into this fetish or whatever. And that's another thing. A lot of sites... A lot of these centralized yeah. sites they fight against specific fetishes telling people what is and isn't okay sexually or oh, what please. you as a content creator can create. It's really weird to see that there's very limited things you can do on certain platforms as a sex worker.
1: Well there's actually um, kind of this weird explanation behind it. These companies they do like a lot of analytics on the videos that they sell and then they own they cut everything out at the oh. bottom. So anything that they deem weird or, you know, that's not going to sell them videos, mm. they're just fine. So there's been an increase, a large increase in certain topics that sell content really well. So if you look online, I feel like incest, anal, like all of that has like really increased lately. And it, I think it has a lot to do with these like analytics <laughs> deciding. <laughs> they're like, well, we're not going to make money from, the- make any money from this, like, you know, a furry suit, we're not going to make any porn of that or something like so, that, a niche market.
0: You bring up a good point with the analytics there because that's the thing, you know, we can segue into cryptocurrencies and decentralized platforms because people that pay for porn worry about being, you know, data- Bit Built around them, you know, their analytics of what porn they're into. If I pay Pornhub with my visa and I watch specific types of porn, somebody somewhere knows what I'm into. And or my spouse may see the transactions on the financial statements. Recently, Pornhub partnered with a cryptocurrency called Verge. I was wondering what your thoughts were on that partnership. I thought it was really
1: cool to see our industry finally like taking steps to get involved with cryptocurrency. I, I would have loved to have seen a different kip c- company, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, no. <laughs> it-, it was still really cool. I mean, it seems like the rest like the world is finally deciding what is this cryptocurrency stuff. We should start to take a listen to it. And it's it's Fun to be a part of the future seems like that's what it is
0: <laughs> yeah and right now the the whole facebook zuckerberg data breach thing that's going on with cambridge is really making people think about the privacy of the way they interact with things on the internet and i think that's what's really going to push people that are paying for porn To use cryptocurrency so they can remain anonymous, not worrying about the analytics being built around them and that data being sold to somebody somewhere and being used against you. Imagine surfing the web and you see a thumbnail for your specific niche fetish and when you click on it, that website that just used your analytics to get you to click there made revenue off of that decision you made to click. You're being manipulated. That's like actually a really
1: great um, thing I need to point out when encouraging people to use cryptocurrency to pay for my content is, you know, maybe you don't want your name associated with this. Maybe you mm-hmm. live in a country where you can't access this. Oh, well. Wow. You no, know? I never thought of it like that, but maybe a lot of my websites, like my Snapchat subscription is just sold on Fan Centro. That is blocked on a lot of webs mm. in a lot of countries. So I guess encouraging that aspect of it is a great way to get per- people to purchase my videos and you know damn like especially like kinkier ones like daddy daughter shit
0: <laughs> yeah yeah the fetish videos don't put that
1: stuff up on your credit card no <laughs>
0: definitely not i don't know if uh, i mean even if you're single i'm pretty sure you don't want visa to know what you're up to I mean people or some people just don't care really which is really concerning. And you know, you come from the traditional sites, you know, my free cams and uh Chatterbait all that and you're progressing into these decentralized platforms like Chatter or um, uh, Spankchain and Crypto Titties. I wonder what your what your thoughts are progressing forward is was that a change so different using Spankchain to live stream as opposed to some other Chatterbait type of uh like live streaming platform, was it that much different or are they pretty the same? Just wondering what the user experience like for you.
1: Um, from a model's perspective, they've been very similar and it's been awesome because the second you're done working on Spank Chain, like the money's in your wallet. So, yeah,
0: you don't have to wait for that. That does
1: not happen on my free cams and Chatterbait. I mean, if they wait to pay you and the money, the value of ether goes up. Fuck, you just made an extra of one fifty because they right. waited to send you your money from your show. So it's been fun working with them. I've loved it so far. I I I love the team behind Spank Chain too. They're all great. So yeah. I'm ready for the future of crypto and Spank Chain. Fuck.
0: So what are some of your favorite differences between SpankChain or something more like a centralized uh, cam site? What are some of the immediate differences you may have noticed?
1: Um, from the user perspective, they're pretty similar. But from the uh, roadmap and things like that about SpankChain being inclusive of all types of sex work and having a red light mm-hmm. district in their roadmap in the future, that's something that makes me want to be loyal to this company because i want to represent all forms of sex work i want to help end the stigma surrounding all forms of sex work i want to help it help make it safer for all forms of sex work and camming is great and it's awesome but that is a very small segment of the sex work um industry so i like that spank chain is including all forms of sex work in their future road plan and i think being decentralized is how they can do that
0: So just to explain a little bit to the guys who may be watching that aren't exactly sure what Bitcoin and Ethereum and decentralized cryptocurrencies really mean, I guess I could try to explain it in a nutshell. Basically, Bitcoin is a open-source decentralized monetary system. It's backed by its blockchain, which is like the DNA of any cryptocurrency, and it's pretty much insured by its encryption. Now Ethereum is exactly the same, its a decentralized monetary platform it makes it possible to send peer-to-peer transactions anywhere in the world without a centralized authority, basically meaning nobody can say yes or no to that transaction. It- happens and Mining keeps this basically like a self-perpetuating motion machine where it incentivizes people to contribute to the network by giving them a piece of the transaction which is the fee and a block reward which is basically a, a Randomized reward given to people randomly for contributing verifi- verifying the transactions from A to B Ethereum has this smart contract ability, which makes its money programmable this makes it possible to build an application on this decentralized platform which we were talking about SpankChain, which is a decentralized application on Ethereum's platform, and they also have a DApp called Crypto Titties, which is epic. I think that it's a really great idea. Uh, I know you're ranked pretty damn high up on there, and people keep fighting to get you ranked higher and higher. And yeah, it's
1: uh, so funny when someone just wants to get you higher than like. Can you explain
0: how on. Crypto Titties works a little bit? Because some people may not know.
1: Well, you. The best way to use it that SpankChain suggests is using a MetaMask wallet and it's automatically integrated into your Google Chrome browser and then you can automatically just tip us. You just click on it and it sends us money however much you want to send us. (laughs) You want to tip our tips
0: <laughs> right to your Ethereum wallet and like again yeah. there's no like with PayPal in the past people have had very big problems with their accounts being frozen due to breaking terms and services and recently PayPal has increased their fees and they're freezing accounts that don't go through the verification process which doesn't just affects the sex workers it affects the customers the people who want to pay you because now they have to get that PayPal account verified which means those transactions will be monitored and they may not want to use that anymore and now you can't I think that the power of yeah. cryptocurrencies is going to bring what we consider freedom to people not what they consider freedom you know the 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 sheltered freedom that people get to be told this is freedom and and this is all it is, freedom shouldn't have boundaries. It should be freedom, and that's what cryptocurrencies makes possible. I can just go on crypto titties, send you some ETH, and you receive it instantly. You can go to a, a, a cryptocurrency ATM machine, put in your ETH, get out fiat, and go pay your bills all skipping every middleman that was ever created especially in the adult entertainment industry this is really disruptive do you feel something that is this disruptive may scare some of those centralized authorities like Pornhub or chatterbait where they may lobby against the uh, decentralized versions
1: i think that it seems like a lot of these companies are smart enough not to fight against the change that they see coming. That's why we see Pornhub partnering with the company that they did. So I hope that they're not stupid enough to try and fight against what I personally see as an inevitable change in the industry. Because once you start to learn about blockchain and all the ways that it can be used, not just in cryptocurrency, it seems like it will be revolutionary and it's important to remember who is going to be negatively affected by this and how they are trying to influence people's perspectives and opinions on this. Because I feel like if you watch a lot of CNBC for like so long, they treated cryptocurrency like the devil. And there are still so many skeptical people on that TV channel. Like it's just now the tide is turning where there's a few Usually, younger people on their TV shows talking about it, like, "Look, you people need to take a look into this."
0: Yeah, yeah, you got um, got Warren Buffett and all these ninety-year-olds saying that you know it's a scam, and I'm like, I don't. Just because you don't understand it doesn't make it a scam, and just because it completely competes with your traditional means of income doesn't Mm -hmm. make it a scam either. A lot of industries lobby against um, things going forward and getting better because it affects somebody's income source, right? If we get rid of one job with a smart contract that affects somebody's income, they're gonna lobby against that that job being autonomized. You don't wanna be the McDonald's employee who has a machine replace your job at the register. But it seems to be happening with smart contracts and very prominent jobs. I mean, lawyers, politicians, and every, a lot of programmers have to worry about these decentralized applications that just run on smart contracts. I Like you were saying earlier, the, the perspective people have may be influenced by the centralized platforms where they only show certain things that kind of uh, – funnel people's opinions in one direction. Like this is the norm in porn. You watch that. That's weird. You're weird. Why can't yeah. it all just be entertainment? Why does one thing have to be weird? But that's because one centralized authority said, Hey, it's not worth it for us to support that content on our server. It's not cost effective. So we're just not going to list it. And that, that sets a sentiment. I like that there's decentralized platforms like Spank Chain coming out that make it possible to just use blockchain technology for its intended purpose to do whatever you want and what people agree is the best use of that technology so i was wondering how do you use cryptocurrencies when you earn that ethereum is there any like way that you spend it are you just hodling for the future of course i just hold it <laughs> all right well if you ever want you i get to, if you ever use amazon or anything like that there's so many platforms for you to use that cryptocurrency that you earned at your job with your content to actually buy things off of amazon or multiple platforms
1: well i i mean i would think about it but i plan on holding it for... oh dude i ain't trying
0: to convince you to sell oh, my.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: like, Amazon, geez. Yeah, no, I'm personally all in on crypto. So if I ever buy anything, I have to pick like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. Whichever cryptocurrency has the best volatility that day, whichever one's (laughs) the highest in value since my last investment, that's the cryptocurrency I'll probably spend that day. So it it goes from the top three usually. I have a Visa card that actually links to those three different cryptocurrencies. So in an app, I can pick Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin on the spot, swipe my Visa, and Bitcoin or Ethereum come out. And the business gets the cash
1: awesome Awesome.
0: so i was wondering if you had any questions about cryptocurrencies because you've been in this space a little bit i was wondering maybe if you had any questions still about it
1: yeah Uh, how about how do you see cryptocurrency benefiting full service sex workers
0: wow all right um i guess i'd let you take the lead on this one first maybe you could explain what full service sex work is Cause a lot of people don't understand that there's different okay. levels of the industry.
1: So sex work is any type of labor where the explicit and implied goal is to produce an erotic um, response in the client. So that could be webcamming, nude photography, massage, Dom work, sub work, or full service sex work, escorting that type of stuff. So a lot of people, you know, meet their clients in person and offer full service sex work so i'll pick
0: it up from there so how i could see this working out is a very similar platform if not spank chain itself picking up sort of where regulation ended back page where people could basically have a yelp for the industry. Uh, People that I've worked with or people that have worked with me. We could rate each other and based on those ratings and agreement of those ratings from others, you get credibility. You could establish more credibility or less credibility when it comes to rating people that you have or haven't worked with. And that would be incentivized. You know, we'd have a token that would incentivize people for the reviews and people would use those tokens in return from leaving reviews to earning those tokens to then contribute to the platform of paying for the sex work. Depending on what the act is, maybe there's an escrow service where I say, I'm looking for this niche, uh, this service, And this is how much I have. I put it up in the escrow. Somebody in the industry says, I am willing to do that with you. So then you have the escrow. The money sits there until the job's done. You say, hey, the job was done. Yes, that's the right amount of money. The escrow disperses the funds without any centralized authority, completely autonomized, decentralized and open source. We have created an economy for full service sex work that is self-sustaining in a sense of security and monetary. So that's how I would see it.
1: That sounds like something that would be perfect for this industry because we do face so much discrimination from so diff so many different types of industries. So I always try and encourage as many sex workers to get involved with cryptocurrency as possible because they're not going to shut down your account like PayPal does and, and keep your money too. There's a lot of people that, that take extra steps. Like if a woman makes, Just nude photographs and videos. She knows she might be in the gray area of PayPal and gets extra permission from them and still has her account shut down. Joey Kim, like, I think that's crazy. So much money got locked up in that account, too. And I'm pretty sure Spank Shane is, like, the reason she, they helped her get it back. So
0: Wow.
1: uh, So crazy.
0: That's theft. That's straight up theft. I don't care if it goes against your terms and services. You release the funds and tell me I cannot no longer use yeah, the services. Exactly. Otherwise, it is theft. You are stealing Seriously. from me.
1: Someone needs to take them to court.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it will happen eventually. These class action lawsuits pop up quick, especially when the numbers that we have seen in effect. I mean, it's not just the sex workers. Like I have said, the customers are now having to pay more per transaction and they have to verify their accounts, which gives up a lot of personal privacy for what security, yeah. what what purpose? To find out that my account was frozen anyway, then they're gonna keep your money <laughs> yeah I'm alright and, and you know that's a good thing to use Metamask because you actually have your private keys if you're using something like coinbase and coinbase goes down your money could be gone or locked up just like with PayPal Metamask disappears you have your private key written down somewhere you can download any wallet it could be even like the edge wallet you type in your private key and there's all your ethereum instantly it's not sitting in a bank somewhere where like Wells Fargo says you know what uh, we heard you do porn nope we froze your assets
1: yeah, that's happened to people too. Literally banks have frozen porn stars accounts.
0: So Porn I wanted, Stars so yeah. Bye. I wanted to talk a little bit about this bill that was passed because you actually brought it to my attention. The name itself made me kind of like deter from looking into it. I was like, Oh, that's gonna take care of itself. That's awesome, that's a great bill. And then I heard oh, your PR explanation battle. and I just couldn't fathom that they would do something like that and be able to label it the way they labeled it with the intent that they actually have. So could you explain what the fight online sex trafficking act really is and what's really going on behind the scenes behind that title? I would love to.
1: So there is one FOSTA, like you just said, and SESTA they are both marketed as anti sex trafficking bills, but in reality they are anti prostitution bills. Because a lot of these organizations who are behind these types of laws are, in reality, anti-prostitution organizations. But they market themselves a different way, and it's genius, because then people can't speak out. You can't be like, oh, fuck this fuck this sex trafficking, anti-sex trafficking organization. What, you want my
0: kid to be <laughs> sex trafficked?
1: Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. And it's very frustrating, because nobody's honest, nobody... Nobody cares about sex workers. We're very marginalized. We're pushed to the edges of society. And now with clip making, camming, you know a sex worker. The odds that you know a sex worker are greater than that you don't. So we need to just get rid of the stigma surrounding sex, too. Like, God, it's so natural. It's so in... In all of our bodies, the fact that we put so much shame and stigma on it is—it's got to cause way more problems than
0: than we realize. So. Yeah, I mean, imagine not being able to come forward and say something that's going on in your industry because you're going to be held, you know, legally responsible in some bad way. You might just deal with that, right, rather than going Uh, to jail for trying to get help. The stigma protects the abusers. Well, so many
1: times people try to come forward and say, look, I was forced into this job, and they are like, well, fuck you, you whore, you prostitute. That's how they're treated. And the media and Hollywood tries to tell us that sex trafficking is like some giant fucking gang, and then they kidnap 20 girls and put them in a, in a fucking shipping container and ship them here nah that's not what it is it's a boyfriend or a dad or a husband forcing their spouse or or a male could also be forced into sex work statistically it is more females who are forced into it but it could be anyone and these laws this stigma protects those people who are being who are forcing people into the industry once you have like a fucking scarlet letter on you once you do sex work whether it's voluntarily or not people people unless you're going to say it's a fucking gang no it was like we needed food my husband really really suggested that I go suck his friend's dick for money sorry and i didn't want to that's sex trafficking is way more complicated we want to we our brains we want to think issues are black and white so many issues in this world are so much more complicated than that. Social it's issues. It's
0: easier that way. And you know what? I think the abusers are the actual people in place to put these regulations in order to kind of feed what they do, right? Because it's the politicians that create these laws that use the, the actual industry in the background and the laws that they're curating are really to protect themselves. If they're abusive to sex workers, sex workers can openly come forward and say, that mayor is a dickhead. He shouldn't have done that. that. And, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you can't do that, right? If you come forward as a sex worker saying that somebody in power abused you, you're you're already right. incentivized not to do that. And then exactly. after you do it, like you said, that that's scarlet, man. It doesn't go away. Exactly.
1: And these people... We are all just humans trying to provide for ourselves and for our families, and that's the basis of the fucking problem, is it is it is a fucking different job, obviously, than working at McDonald's. We're putting dildos in ourselves, we're doing crazy sexual things, but the reality is we wouldn't be doing those things if we weren't getting paid money for it, okay? I am opening my body up to the camera. I am a performance artist when I am doing these things on camera, okay? so. To say that oh anyone can do it da no not anybody can run their own business not I love
0: when people say that because I'm like let me see you sell your nudes
1: <laughs> yeah and not everybody can have. Hundreds of Snapchat subscribers that keep resubscribing every month. They don't do that just because I post a few nudes every month. Like, if I was just doing the bare minimum, I would have bare minimum money. But no, I'm trying, I'm working hard, I'm trying to do my best. And for people to try and say that I don't have a real job or anything like that, Well, who the fuck do I send my taxes to every April
0: month? Right, right, exactly. No, and it is a job. I mean, you're doing extra effort, right? You're not just doing, like you said, the bare minimum. does a job for their
1: family, it's a legitimate job. I don't care if you're a welder, you're a janitor, you're a fucking airplane pilot, you don't deserve to be treated like less of a human because of your job. And so many people do it for so many things. They're like, oh, he's just an Uber driver. Oh, he works at McDonald's. Like, fuck that shit, fuck you. Mm -hmm. That person is providing for their family. Fuck you for ever shaming someone for trying to do their job. People say that a lot. Yeah, totally. All the time. Or like people, I'll be asked them, like, you know, having a conversation with my Uber driver and I feel so much shame in them for when they start talking like, oh, well, you know, this isn't what I want to be doing. And I'm like, dude, no, fuck that. Tell tell me about your passion, but you don't got to make like defend the fact that you're an Uber driver to me. Fuck that. Fuck society. But we do people all the time make stupid little fucking mean comments to other people and it's bullshit and it's got to stop. And I think we're progressing in the right way because who the fuck is going to try and tell me no we shouldn't be nicer like okay well fuck you then that says then i love you and i'm sure that maybe we'll come to an agreement one day i'm just gonna keep being nice because when you're mean to someone it's a, I don't know, it takes just as much effort and it's hard actually no it's a it's a habit
0: i wish <laughs> it just happened over so you got to ask me about what i think of the future i want to see what your thoughts are on the future of the industry and how the the decentralized technologies will be implemented to evolve the industry and keep it going because i don't want to see a monopoly in the adult industry where there's only a select centralized places to go to get content or to be an employee in the industry you know these being independent content creators, having your own website where people can go and buy it directly from you, but you have to use a centralized payment processor to do that creates so many different boundaries. I'm just curious what your thoughts are on the current state and how it will adopt this technology and where and how the future will look.
1: I think the future of the industry, we're already kind of like in the middle of it right now. Before there were a lot of Porn companies, only a few campsites, and I'm starting to see a lot more people having their own white label campsites, which means like I could make gingerbanks.com backslash live or something like that. And I'm seeing a lot of porn stars with their individual production companies. Yeah. So that and spreading it out even more. And a lot of the people doing this were young. We're interested in crypto, so I can definitely see. I mean, I'm about to start my own production company. You don't think crypto is going to be completely integrated into that.
0: Congratulations. I'm excited. That is that is one way to make a difference in the industry is to start your own production company and be the change you want to see. So I I, that's awesome.
1: I and so one of the things that I really want to do in the industry is have some sort of revenue share program for the artists who are in my films, because why the fuck do Hollywood people get residuals for the films that they're in and porn stars don't? So I can't just say that. I have to walk the walk. I can't just talk the talk. So I think blockchain could be really essential in helping streamline that process and so we're gonna figure out <laughs> Something because that will that is kind of a complicated thing to pay people out, but smart contracts and Yeah, can,
0: smart yeah. exact I love the way you're thinking if exactly. think about there's
1: gonna be paying out so many different people somebody's so
0: Yep, and the centralized uh processes that do that in Hollywood take a huge cut before those actors get their due from being in the content they're in. So you yeah, can, what are you,
1: you in Hollywood listening.
0: Yeah, hopefully they are, but here's the problem. The people that are in position making that money don't want that to happen because then their job is gone. It does it does benefit the industry as a whole. It'll benefit the world as a whole, but not that person that's committing that job of, of doing that thing. I want that person, like I said, the McDonald's and cashier to want to be the manager of the business and not just want to stay a cashier. Like these autonomous jobs are coming. You know, these machine learning, smart contracts are coming for everyday life jobs. And I think that the less we have to do in the real world, the more our interactions with each other are going to be worth the more your content as an artist will be worth because you don't have people at McDonald's 100%. you have content creators and well, people yeah, that are consuming I, content at such a rate that has never been seen because how many people don't have a job now you have a lot of spare time to consume content
1: it's kind of interesting how my highest um, interaction rates on social media are in the United States. Like when people are supposed to be working, <laughs> I mean, like when you would think they're supposed to be working. So that is a very interesting thing. I mean, are we going to what are we going to do when all of our jobs start getting automated? Where are we going to send the profits? So that is another like revolution that's coming. I mean, Speaking I'm sure it's sending don't want you to...
0: revenue. A lot of people argue, and and this is the craziest mini argument, I guess I could say. Who pays for porn? Who pays for porn nowadays? I mean, I you're mean... obviously making a living off of it, so somebody pays for it. Well, but... I heard, I've heard before. Tube sites existed. You made a lot more
1: money. I saw statistics some t- somewhere that said like. I think it was 6% of people who watched porn watched it through a paid site. And so I'm always, that is my job now. How do I get people to pay for porn? I have to create great previews. I have to show people that I'm a person. And if they are stealing from me, they're stealing from a person. That's what got me to start paying for my porn is I saw Danny Daniels was a person, and I'm watching her shit on tube sites, and I was like, fuck, should I buy a membership to her website yeah. <laughs> Like, ugh. And I like, I'm like, can I really be a fan if I'm a- stealing their shit all the time? Because people online, they're like, oh yeah, I download Pearl Jams, or I download this album, but then I go see them in concert. I'm like, you don't fucking give... Okay, well, you can't use that excuse on porn stars,
0: like, shut the fuck up. When that's, when porn has concerts, that is when we have made mainstream very, very untaboo. I don't know how far that is away, but there's...
1: I'm telling you, I'll be, I'm gonna do the first live sex show in Madison Square Garden Arena. People probably thought... If you told people 20 years ago there's going to be 10 computer gamers sitting in Madison Square Garden Arena playing each other and it'll be sold out, they would have said... You're fucking crazy. So, oh, you're so just wait. right.
0: Yeah, was, see, she got a futuristic mind
1: on her, guys. Dude, I have a fucking plan. There's a reason I don't do full service right now because I want to be at my maximum exposure level when I do that so I can get the most number of people to have a possible moment where they think about it, where they reconsider their preconceived ideas of how this is how you've been told to think, well, I'm going to tell you maybe it's not exactly how you were told to think. Anything that you've been told to think, like question the status quo,
0: always. So let's question the status quo here because I saw on a tweet the other day that you were considering auctioning off a uh, co-starring role in content with you using cryptocurrencies i was wondering if we could talk a little bit about the inspiration for that idea and maybe a little bit of how it may play out
1: so i just get really frustrated sometimes when i see like i think i saw a person trying to argue that what porn stars do is different than what full service sex workers do like uh, I get to know this person first and I was just like yo I've done two professional porn scenes and the dudes I fucked I haven't said one (laughs) word to them since I fucked okay so these escorts they get to know their clients they have really in-depth relationships with them I've heard of sex workers who work with disabled clients who end up their family members their family members end up meeting them because they're Mm -hmm. like wow I realized my relative would have never had sexual contact in their life It was if it wasn't for sex work. And there's nothing wrong with that.
0: I was just so, going to say the health benefits that come with it, too. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot of different reasons people go and get uh, distracted by much. everyday life and different things.
1: Yeah, and so I always, I get fired up about these, like, intellectual debates. So I wanted to possibly auction off the option to star in a movie with me one of them which would not be released on film and one of them what would because like that's where the legality ends like if you record it alright that's still illegal you have to sell it then it's legal which is just dumb that makes no sense to me come on use your fucking brains so the auction was kinda of a way to just drum up an idea but I, a lawyer told me that that's illegal so I, I wanna do it legally I mean, my I, first my first reaction is like, I'll get fucking arrested for it. Like, I don't care. But then I'm like, no, you need to go <laughs> the the roots first to try and before you like go crazy protesting. Like, I,
0: you can. I thought it was a try. great idea. I love the thought of it. And the only reason that it wouldn't work is because some dude in a suit and tie somewhere says it's not legal. It's the <laughs> only reason it won't work. Forget that. I would the-
1: have to, like, I would have to specifically. Find I would be like okay this prosecutor in this state is a real bitch or a real dick <laughs> one of the two they really fucking hate sex workers okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna advertise it in that place because I know this prosecutor is going to arrest me make it a huge deal like are you really gonna send me to jail for fucking this person and taking his money do you know how many times I've had terrible sex since I've been single and I should have been paid well like, the what? thing
0: is though they, the reason that is is they want to get their cut so you can do whatever you want for free but the moment you accept money for it without giving me my taxes without me my cut you're committing a felony you're you're, you're breaking the law that's why they want you to you know sell it if you're not selling the video they can't well, get perpetual revenue massage
1: from it Make any sort of physical labor between humans where cash is exchanged illegal because it's the same fucking thing. And it makes no sense. There are ways that we can decriminalize this and we can legitimize it. We can self-regulate our industry because Mm -hmm. we don't need the fucking government telling us what to do with our bodies. We, as a porn industry, have implemented the past system. And, of course, not every fucking company uses it. Not every fucking company in the United States follows OSHA regulations. So the fact that there is this self-regulating system is awesome. And we, once we have decriminalization in the United States, I'm sure sex workers will set something up like that. The past system, in case you didn't know what that is, is porn stars get tested every 14 days for 10 different STIs. They're mostly STIs, not STDs, I'm starting to learn. And so every 14 days it goes into a system and when you look up that performer's name it either has a red x or a green check mark saying that they're good to work or they're not good to work and that's all you get to know and so it protects our medical history because of hipaa and all of that stuff and it's it's awesome because when people try and come into our industry and pass laws like prop 90 i think it was with the condoms and stuff like that yeah that was weird we can say fuck you we already self-regulate like what trying to come in here and tell us what we can do with our bodies could you and imagine
0: if it's made you wear a condom as a cam girl like that sex I, with your boyfriend was, and sell it
1: that was what i was thinking because that's a, the position in my life that i was in right. was like i was in a monogamous relationship we were fluid bonded we weren't doing anything with anyone else i was like legally we'd have to wear a condom the- what this is and it it actually incentivized um citizens to watch porn and report non-condom usage in this, like, proposition they were trying to pass, and they would get money from it.
0: Snitches.
1: (laughs) Snitches get paychecks.
0: Yeah, apparently that isn't right. (laughs) What? So, I was wondering, you you covered the, the, um, I, uh sorry did we cover
1: you, sesta and foster or did we kind of get derailed because i think we kind of went on a tangent
0: we did we did a little bit there i was wondering if you could cover a little bit about the difference between um decriminalization and legalization in yeah. in the industry and maybe you could cover a little bit backtrack on what that was i
1: can i can incorporate both of those into them so sesta and fosta basically made it illegal to facilitate online pr- prostitution at all whatsoever or facilitate prostitution which could be interpreted to any number of sites, which we use for reviews on clients, stuff like that, that is now considered illegal. So one of the reasons that we want decriminalization instead of legalization, I just thought of maybe if we had a past system, it would definitely be considered illegal now for sex work, you know? like if someone's using that to see one of their clients, is that facilitating prostitution now? Like, I don't know. I'm curious to think about that. So, so decriminalization versus legalization. Legalization basically means there's going to be laws and regulations put in place on how and when I can use my body to work. And that's not what we want. I mean, one of my personal beliefs is bodily autonomy like down to my deepest core is this is my body and I should be able to do what I want with it. If I want to do drugs, if I'm not hurting anyone else, and I'm sure that brings up another gray area topic that we're going to talk about, but it's my body and my choice to do what I want with it. So that's why we want decriminalization and not legalization. When we get the government involved, it doesn't end up working as well as it does in other countries. We are able to compare countries where they're have legalized it compared to where they have decriminalized it and it is better to have decriminalization there ooh i forgot i was going to say something but i forgot <laughs>
0: Well, no, you make a good point though. The difference between decriminalization and and legalization is regulation—being told what yeah. to do, when to do, how to do, it, and how not to, when not to, and where not to, and how not to—and that isn't what anybody wants in almost any industry. Sure, uh, let's keep that stuff in the medical industry and everything else, but independent body. employment. It's, yeah, with
1: your body, it's it's different. It's not it's not necessarily the same and I know a lot of people as soon as they hear okay we can decriminalize it but you guys have to get tested that's terrifying to me oh my god okay I go voluntarily every two weeks and I get tested I nobody's forcing me to go get tested that other scenario sounds terrifying and I can totally see why so many people in the industry end up being Libertarian minded because mm-hmm. of how well the past system works They're like fucking look at this self-regulation in our industry bitches, right? That's, that's why you get tested been- right
0: you get tested <laughs> yeah. because of self-regulation because people wouldn't work with you unless you did it If you didn't yeah, do it, you first. wouldn't have a job. Nobody's forcing you You're you're saying I should do this because this is how this is run in I a decentralized uh, manner Right. But it is the consensus of the overall majority that think this is how it should be. And as long as the majority agrees on that, that is how it should be.
1: Yeah. And it's it's gone well so far. Whenever someone does test positive in the system, they put a pause on shooting so nobody nothing gets transmitted. And. I believe it's been like since the 80s, since the past system has been introduced that there hasn't been an onset HIV transmission, which is which is the point of the fucking system. So it's working out so well, well, so
0: far. Mm. That's awesome. So uh, what do you think about the future of cryptocurrencies for you? Like where do you see yourself in the future because of cryptocurrencies or are you? yeah? I was going to
1: say Ginger Coins.
0: Yes, I was going to say, are you thinking about something like that? Because, I mean, it's Oscar Mayer just did a cryptocurrency. We have all kinds of celebrities that are doing it. Why not do a Ginger Banks ICO to start the platform that you want to do?
1: I mean, why not? I don't have any reasons not to because my qualifications on whether or not it's a good ICO is, is there good technology behind it? Is there a community that's going to use it? And then there's a third one that I usually forget, but I'm pretty sure that this qualifies for it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> 2 out of 3 right now. Woo woo, ginger coin. I don't know, it's something I'll definitely have to put on the the to-do list for the future. I mean, it could go perfectly hand in hand with this production company and the fact that I do want to do rev share for the people who star in my films. That's my number one thing that I want to do. Like, and this is making it seem so much easier. So, I mean, and I also put a poll out on my Twitter the other day. Like, like I said, I have to figure out how the fuck do I even get people to pay for porn, you know? I think a lot of the time fans are smart. We fans know how the system works. Most porn stars, they get on set, they get their check, they never see another cent from that film or from that production. So, I asked them, would you be more willing to pay for porn if you knew the performers in that scene were getting residuals or a royalty for it? And it was like 80% that said yes, 80% out of like thousands of people. I'm like, yo, fucking tube sites are here unless we regulate them away, they're not going to fucking exist, or they're not going to disappear tomorrow. So we need to figure out how to work with them here. And I think trying new things, its we got to try something new. And it's really hard because it's kind of a catch-22. You need money to pay the rev share. Tube sites are taking away money in porn. Uh-uh. Everyone's like, oh, maybe that's something that could have been tried in the 90s, Ginger. And I'm like, well, maybe it's going to happen in 2000 and fucking 18 like well, if
0: your production company gives residuals next to a production company that does not my see a smart content creator choosing a better production company where they have the potential to earn more revenue. And like you said, people don't want to buy porn to line the pockets of a suit. I would exactly. totally be more willing to buy it over and over from different places if I knew that that money was going to the artist in the 100%. content
1: and my goal like I, I make good money. And it's so hard to stay humble and not be like, I want to make more money for myself. Mm. I see that happen. And I think that's a disease, whatever that is, that that happens and people are selfish like that. I want to make money for as many sex workers as possible. So doing rev share like that, potentially some sort of system that makes it easier for these people to produce their own content. Anything like that is something that I want to be deeply involved in. So I want to make money for everyone.
0: <laughs> that's Beautiful and not too many like he said not too many people had that mindset where they, they figure out how to make money and they're just like I'm not gonna tell anybody about this. I'm gonna make all the money for myself. That doesn't help anybody I mean if you're the only person with all the money, what's it really worth? I don't understand
1: that concept too because I do see a lot of people think that way. In a, in reger, reg- regards <laughs> regards to a lot of different things, love. People think there's like a limited amount that you can love people. Like you should only love your husband, your family. Mm-hmm. Like no, like what's going on? Why do we put limitations on these kind, awesome things that we should do for people? I believe that, you know, I have my fans, you have your fans. So if I help you Or if I teach you how to make more money, like unless I'm literally putting you on my Twitter or putting you on my cam, like I'm not directly influencing like my my people, my customers aren't directly giving money to you. So there's nothing wrong with information sharing. Like, what the fuck? That's the best thing about the Internet. Right. So that's something that is on my plan of to-do list, is to try and teach people how to increase their revenue. I just gave out an affiliate link for my Fan Centro, which is uh, how people subscribe to my premium Snapchat. And I told uh, people on there, look, if you subscribe, if you sign up through my affiliate link, I'll give you my tips and tricks for how I personally make my most money doing Snapchat. I will open it later to everybody. But if you guys wanna click on this and use my affiliate link, then I will give you those tips and tricks. So that's something that, that I, awesome. yeah, I need to put those on there because it's just like a really simple little process that I do. And I, it works every, every day when I do this thing, I'm like, Oh, there's 50 more subscribers. Well, so, here,
0: let me try to share some of those things that I do with cryptocurrency platforms that I feel like maybe you could utilize. Uh, have you yeah. ever heard of Steamit.com or busy.org
1: Steamit, No, but a lot of people are on it.
0: Yes, uh, if I were you, maybe start a Steemit, maybe where you just blog about whatever. You could even do something where like they do those penthouse forums where people talk about things, you know, the explicitly talk about pasts or fantasies. You could be on Steemit writing articles, fantasy articles and people hit upvote, you earn cryptocurrencies. And there's even another website that Coinbase just bought. It's called earn.com. I think they spent like 400 or a hundred million dollars to buy this company. It's earn.com and you can actually earn Bitcoin by saying this is how much money it's going to cost to send me an email. And if I reply, I'll get paid. So you can say you can send me money. I will message you or reply or even perform tasks. It's like uh, some of it is more like read this white paper and write a review or join my telegram and um, drop a message in this Slack channel or a group. And we'll give you a couple bucks for joining our community. That's so smart. That is
1: genius. There's a lot of
0: platforms that are already encrypted. Wait, can I get on that? Can I use that? That's my
1: first question. Is our sex workers (laughs) So it's 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 not it's not
0: industry centric, but it wouldn't cast it out. You could still incorporate it, and the theme it has a not safe for work section where some people I think are resharing other people's work and actually earning off of that. So. It's a little bit of a gray area right oh,
1: now. Oh, you just reminded me. Somebody, that's where I heard about Steemit. Someone was like, hey, I'm going to share your article on here. And I think, I can't remember, did she offer me crypto? I can't remember. She it's Maybe possible. she was just like, hey maybe she didn't offer me crypto
0: (laughs) well that's the thing it's called curation so you take content from somewhere else and you put it here and you're basically curating the content yeah so it's it's supposed to pay you in the uh, the attention that people are getting from it being subletted somewhere else and it pays the person who curated your content in the uh, direct revenue that they make by people up and re-steaming it. But if you had your own and you talked about your live stream after or promoted your live stream beforehand, I did this actually. I have an article on Steam it talking about this interview right now before I did wow. the interview to promote it. And I actually earned like thirty bucks because people hit the so like, like Reddit, button. But Reddit but it with, with with income.
1: I'm so good at Reddit. I love Reddit. Okay.
0: Can we talk a little bit about Reddit uh, because we have a couple more minutes. I wanted to hear about Reddit because I listened to your one interview and I didn't quite understand how Reddit could be so not safe for work friendly but sex worker unfriendly. It doesn't make any sense. Please try to explain that to me.
1: Well, I think it kind of makes sense. The regular world is, I think, much more comfortable with sexual women in general but still hasn't gotten to that point of sex work acceptance. So it's like... Oh, it's cool if you're being a slut. Oh, wait, you profited off of it? (laughs) Fuck you. It's like, what? But yeah, like, slash real girls. That one gives me the weirdest vibes because it's like, okay, it seems like a couple years ago, it was like, okay, no sex workers. No, like, this, this, this. It seemed like they wanted, like, non-consensual pictures of girls, like nudes, you know? So now it's like, you can be a real girl, you can't be a sex worker, so, if you go on Reddit, you kind of just have to, like, hide that. Like, I could give you a really good process of how you can get really you know, popular. That's so weird. So, I can
0: give can... away all my content for free for on Reddit. Free. But the moment I say I'm profiting, which basically makes what I'm doing effective. I can keep doing empowerment,
1: this. It's It's empowering the women. They don't want them to
0: do that. Oh. Mm. No, they don't. It's a great
1: I... way to control women. Are you kidding me? Like, who's going to love you if you fucking, like, like, uh... I don't want to date now that I'm doing mainstream porn. Is but like, that, I'm is that
0: different... difficult dating? Like trying to find somebody who's not when... like, Oh, that's taboo or something.
1: I wouldn't know because I literally just got out of a relationship like seven months ago. So I'm trying to take some time for myself. I'm not making an effort to date someone <laughs> odds. Like I, <laughs> I went to school for chemical engineering. I am a skeptic. But I swear to God that you can manifest things in this fucking world. Like, if I think about something really, really hard for a long period of time, it'll happen. So, right now I'm trying to manifest a partner who wants to help me with sex work. And who's willing to, like, get the word out there. Like, maybe my first escorting client, I was also thinking that I could potentially give away my first session with someone who's willing to be an outspoken client who's going to talk about the experience that's the deal that they have to like agree to is that they're willing to become an advocate with me you know like that's something that i've been thinking more and more about that is really important to me so once i like set my prices and i can be like look ten thousand dollar however the fucking much it is so much money to think about that because I've, had, I've gone on platonic dates with my members before, and they've paid $5,000 for non-sexual dates, so there's my baseline. Yeah,
0: yeah, You the community establishes the value. As,
1: so I'm not going to pay anything less than that for sexual dates, so get your checkbooks
0: ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hope hope you like, have your Bitcoin ready, guys.
1: <sighs> I don't want to only be fucking rich people, so that at the same time, like, some sort of raffle... <laughs> Or I love it. You want to like
0: decentralize that. the 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 opportunity to, with you. You you don't want it to be exclusive. You want it to be I inclusive. Can't,
1: like, it's, I it's gonna be a raffle or something like that too. Like I it's like great when I think about it, but then I'm like, ugh, how many of those dudes are gonna be generally nice? If like how many people can afford fucking. Right. $30,000 or however much it's gonna be and like that's
0: that, uh, I own you mentality type bullshit that yeah, comes like, along with you, people with that value that they have that wealth
1: don't like the word but if you have that much money very few people probably got there without a lot of privilege in their life so that would be great I'm sure there would be a lot of cool people from Silicon Valley hitting me up but other than that it would probably be a lot of I don't know I'm a very open-minded person but at the same time if you can respect me and my opinions and still treat me like a human and have a discussion with me, I can have a discussion with a conservative person. And I think that is important in the fucking world. I think the fact that so many people think I could never have a fucking conversation with a liberal or like, oh my God, stupid fucking white males like both sides of that are wrong and
0: like come yeah, on. extremism doesn't never. get anybody never. anywhere. Yes. Yes, yeah. when does. everybody's too tribal like I try to let them or I try to uh, uh, I try to show them that they're being tribal like do you understand that you don't like me because I like the Patriots And that's it like that's the, I just have a Patriots t-shirt on and you like the Eagles I like the Patriots we immediately don't agree and that's just a very small thing We can go into race sex gender everything else But it is very tribal, tribal. and that is old caveman shit that There's we should so be aware of ingrained in us.
1: It's ingrained in our body though like you can take a chicken five generations breed it inside and it will go outside and still know it's predator the second Mm. it sees it that's ingrained in its body we have so many things ingrained in us like that as humans like i a lot of guys like the desire to reproduce the (laughs) desire for women to reproduce like both of those like combined how does that affect us like just being aware of it is like a huge step in the right direction it's not like It's not like those feelings just disappear or something but just shit realize that's why you hate the fucking raiders so much or something
0: (laughs) right yeah just open your eyes and realize that this is very barbaric genetic shit and that we're civilized people who should be able to control that barbaric shit and if you can't maybe you're (laughs) just not due for society stay inside lock the doors maybe even stay offline because we don't need any more people like you with keyboards
1: Please seriously, I I feel like a lot of people think that for some reason when they go online they can act like a completely different person. They can their morals and values go out, out the, the window. window. Like this is the real world, pretty much. The internet is the real world. So if I have right to privacy in my own home, I should have rights to privacy on the internet, right? Like so, people. If that concept, my behavior online, should be the same as my behavior in person, I think that is something that we really need to teach our kids. Like, Mm -hmm. that is something that is so important because without it, they're just like, ah, I have this outlet. I don't get to see your tears, you fucking... (laughs) "Eh!" Just like the worst shit ever...
0: (laughs) Right? Imagine if they used a platform that cost money just to type those mean things. That is Steemit, by the way. So even if you wanted to write a mean comment on my post on Steemit, it's going to cost you money. Just to be a troll, you got to pay to be a troll.
1: Oh my god, no.
0: You could make money off of triggering people and getting reactions. Even if it's negative, they're still giving you Uh, revenue.
1: I really want to do this like conservative parody. You know, kind of like, um, what Steve, uh, fuck the... Republican, not John. There was this comedy show on Central, a Comedy Central, where he was like a parody of a conservative and for some reason... Oh, Steve Colbert. Steve Colbert, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Like something similar to that because when my hair is like long and blonde and like curly, like for some reasons people think I'm a conservative. So I think I could come up with a really funny like satire satirical performance of a Republican, and I think I could fucking piss people off, like, but I think I could do it so well, I would be pissing off the alt-left, and, like, I don't know if that's the best idea. Like, I don't know. I'm... I am more. I guess I don't know who I'm more scared of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Left or right. Either way, though, you're in the middle. You're fine. The community will take care of it. I thought it would be a great are. idea, though, to create a, a parody perso- a persona to kind of have your own little outlet to talk about things in a satire manner because... People aren't used to sarcasm anymore. We're being we're being really desensitized to sarcasm and we don't get it when it happens. We get offended or we get uh defensive. And it was like, bro, it's a joke. Just relax. It's it's satire. We need,
1: I, no, we need like hierogri- hier- hier- hieroglyphic, I don't know, some crazy level font where we can like interpret people's tones of voice. Because text, doing that. people can't people can't interpret tones of voice and I swear to god if someone is depressed I'm serious they will read a text message and they'll be like wow this person is being so fucking rude and i will like show it to me and I'll be like I'll like I'll like read it in a happy tone of voice you know and they'll be like they're like oh I guess I didn't read it that way and I'm like
0: yeah. perception's everything like,
1: in life yeah it's like crazy like we need like italics and then like bold and then like ooh like something else that it means like you like this, means this. Because I, feel like, how many fucking problems have happened in the world because of that? Because like, you can't communicate as well. Yeah, over- things
0: being taken out of context. Oh man.
1: Like, why didn't she put a smiley face? Fuck. Do you know how many times
0: <laughs> that happens to me? I'm like, oh. Ah. Or forgetting <laughs> I had cap locks on. I'm sorry. I don't. I feel like I have to apologize now because I said that in cap locks. It is not how it, it presented itself. I'm sorry. Do you know, like, typos suck, but
1: emoji typos suck even oh worse. Like, I was consoling someone over the most sad thing, and I hit the laugh, cry emoji, and I was like, I'm damn. so sorry. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. That was not on purpose. All right. Back to the
0: I never thought of emoji typos, but damn, that does sound dangerous. I was like.
1: Fuck. It was like right next to the heart, heart, the heart one. I did like laugh,
0: crying, like.
1: Oh. Yeah, I hope you see your dad again. Ha ha ha! Like. Oh no. That wasn't it. But I'm trying to pick up something. Like,
0: Fuck! so i wanted to wrap things up here with a little bit of information for the girls or guys in the industry uh there is an opportunity to come forward with some information about people that are in places of power that are putting those um uh, what were the the letters again i know it was
1: FESTA and FOSTA.
0: Yes, so Spank Chain has a $25,000 bounty for the first 10 women or men who come forward with proof that they have worked with these people in position of power that are using that power to put these laws in place to basically protect themselves as clients of sex workers. So I just wanted to let the people in the industry know that that is available. Have you spoken to anybody in the industry that may not want to come forward, that has some insight into this where we may or may not see somebody come forward because i feel like all we need is one and the dominoes I, were full
1: i know that i i'm sure if one person came forward there would be so many more that came forward because I hear of so many girls who do work with politicians. I haven't heard anything specifically in regards to this, but it is interesting to hear people stay quiet. I mean, it's their, it's their position. It's their money too. Like, I mean, a lot of these people's livelihoods would be taken away from them. And I'm sure $25,000, although it is a fucking huge amount of money, might not cover that much for these people. So, I mean, you could be causing change in the world fuck you'd go down in history motherfucker so i don't know like it's it's interesting to just think about how the power system is in place right now and how it is so centralized and how one person can control so much and it's yeah i think that that's what we're trying to change though so
0: Well, let's change the world. Thank you so much, Ginger, for coming on the show to talk about the current state of the adult industry and the future for sex workers. I do have a link in the description box below. Actually, I have like tons of links for Ginger. You can check out her crypto titties and send her some F and um, yeah, guys, do that. You can check out her uh, personal website and all the links in the description box below. Uh, Anything you'd like to let the audience know, anything where they could find you or any upcoming events, anything like that?
1: Um, I will be at CamCon in Miami coming up at the end of May, actually. For my 28th birthday, I'll be there. What? So That's exciting. CamCon.com, I think it is. But I just I want to talk to you guys on Twitter. That's where I interact with my fans the most. So Gingerbanks1. Gingerbanks1,
0: yeah. It's yeah. in the description box below, guys. All right, Ginger, thank you so much. I'll let you go and enjoy the rest of your day. Everybody else, have a day. Don't forget to pound that thumbs button, click subscribe, and flick the alert bell.